Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So today I'm going to be explaining why I've named the podcast Yesly. So if you guys are ready for the most underwhelming reveal of your life, then I guess keep listening. Um, I never meant to make it such a dramatic, like, I, I don't know, I never meant to, like, take so long to explain it and then make it seem like it, there's this big story or this really cool aspect of why I've named it Yesly. The reason why I named it Yesly is because, first of all, I just, I, as you guys know, I picked two other names and I just could not come up with a name that nobody has come up with before so I was sat here thinking like what the heck can I name this thing that no one in the world will have named their podcast and so I'm like thinking about things that I say or any jokes that I have that could possibly be used and then I remembered that anytime somebody says Ashley like they're calling for me I either say Yesly or Whatly, depending on the situation or depending on how they call my name. And I'm kind of like wishing I went with Whatly, but I guess I went with Yesly. So basically, it's just my answer to when people call my name. Sorry if that is like the most boring reason or if you're expecting something way cooler. I never meant to make it seem cool, I guess. I just... I don't know. It was a unique name that I knew nobody would understand unless I explained that that is what I say when people call my name, I guess. Because, I don't know, if you don't know me and you see the, na- the name of the podcast, you're going to be like, um, okay, that's weird. So enough of that. Let's just get right into the topic for the podcast episode today, which is Crashly Stories. So... I got this nickname when I was, I don't know, like eight maybe, maybe younger. I got this nickname when I was a young child, Um, and it is very fitting for me, seeing as though I always would hurt myself or break things or drop things or just, I don't know, just ruin things or hurt myself. So... Yes, that is the nickname, and I'm pretty sure my father gave it to me. Um, so yeah, um, right from the get-go, three years old, I started proving uh, myself worthy of this nickname. So when I was three, my mom and my dad, they took me to a park for anybody that's, well, most of the people that are listening to this are local, but um, it was Connor Park, and it was like, way back in the day, obviously, um, before they had, like, redone it and made it more safe, but I don't know if anybody remembers, but there was that really, really tall slide, like, it was taller than my father, I don't know why I keep saying father, like, that's so weird, (laughs) it was taller than my dad, and he's six feet, so I'm thinking that, like, obviously, I was really young when I saw this slide, but it was taller than my dad, He's six feet, so I'd have to say this slide is about, like, seven feet tall, and I'm sliding down it, and my, both my parents are on, on both sides, but, like, I had been sliding on the slide multiple times, doing good, like, proving that I can do it myself, like, all good, so they're, they're kind of backed, they kind of backed off a little bit, then, all of a sudden, 
I just, you know, fall from the top of this very tall slide and like hit my head and everything and I just get right up, go back on the slide, like nothing even happened. So basically I proved myself worthy of this nickname right from the start. So my next story that I have, I kind of tried to make them go in order of my life, I guess, but I don't, I just kind of was writing them down as I was thinking of them, so um, they might not be. But anyway, the, my next story is um, I had this family friend, like her, her dad and my dad were best friends, and I went over to their house all the time, and some, for some reason, every time I went to that house, I would get myself hurt. Like, I'd trip over something or cut myself or, like, fall outside and scrape myself. I don't know. I would just get hurt every time I went over there, like, without fail. So this, for that reason, it kind of, like, led up to, like, the point, I guess, that I got this nickname. So the story of how I got this nickname is I was at this person's house and uh, we were riding bikes. They had this like loop. They had like a house and then they had like um, some woods right next to it, but then there was like a loop of like a dirt trail that went around the woods. Like it wasn't that big, but it was still, I don't know, big enough to be considered, like, a little patch of woods, I guess. Um, so we were riding our bikes around that, and then I went into, like, I drove into this patch of mud, I guess, and it was, like, really slippery, and so as I was driving through it, my front wheel got, like, stuck in it, and I ended up doing, like, a couple front flips on the bike, like, I was still <laughs> attached to the bike flipping, and I, I got, like, so hurt, like, I don't, I can't exactly remember what happened, but I know my hip, like, something happened to my hip so badly, and then I just got, like, bruised and cut up or whatever, and I think somebody had to carry me back to the house, but that is how I got the nickname, like, that was the event that just set it, set the nickname, I don't know what I'm saying, it created the nickname for me, um, so yeah, and then um, a couple other stories of a little bit later on in my life. Um, this one time I was playing with, I wasn't playing, I guess, but I think we were playing a board game, but it was, it must have been like Yahtzee or something. It was a, it was a board game that you, you have to like write things down for. So we had pencils and it was me and my sister Abby, we were playing and I literally cannot tell you how this happened and this this has got to be like proof of why I am crashly like like you won't even be able to believe how this can happen so I'm holding this pencil and somehow I like I'm dropping it and I'm like trying to catch it and all of a sudden I'm like like the way I tried to catch it I ended up shoving the pencil into like the middle of my palm so like I was catching it like between like the wall and my hand so like the eraser of the pencil was stuck on the wall not stuck on the wall but it pressed against the wall and then the point of the pencil pressed into my hand and I kid you not I have a pencil mark 
in my hand still to this day. Like I can see where that pencil ended up going. I had to actually soak my hand for like 20 minutes in some hot water because I could not get the pencil out. And I'm not even being dramatic to you. Like I remember this and I have the pencil mark in my hand to prove it. Like I might be being a little bit dramatic, but but like seriously, it was crazy. I don't even understand how that can happen. So my next story is kind of similar to that one and it happened around the same time, but also more embarrassing because it's like, what was I thinking? Like, I really hope I was young enough to like, for this to be justifiable because mm, just, it was not smart. So another scar that I have on the same hand is from a knife. Um, so I got this giant Hershey kiss for Christmas, as you do, um, and I wanted to eat it. Like, how do you eat a giant Hershey kiss? You know, you just, you, there's no way to eat it. So I'm like, okay, I have to cut this. So I start cutting this Hershey kiss, except I'm holding it in the palm of my hand instead of on a counter or on a cutting board or anything other than my hand. So I'm holding this Hershey kiss in my left hand and literally taking a knife in my right hand and stabbing down through the Hershey kiss so I can cut it in half. And you know, it slipped, it went through and I stabbed my hand and I have a scar. Simple as that. Um, yeah, so that wasn't one of my brightest moments, but also adds to the whole Crashly bit. Okay, so my next Crashly story has to do with cheerleading. So I did cheerleading in middle school, and I did rec cheerleading before that. Um, and I was the kid that was always getting kicked, always getting hurt. Um, so... You know, I got hurt a lot there, and then I specifically remember this one time where um, the same friend, I guess the friend doesn't matter, but it was the same friend that I um, flipped my bike um, over that her house. Um, she was the one who kicked me right in the face. Um, so we were doing cheerleading, obviously, um, and we were doing this stunt, and she was doing a spin cradle. She was like just learning how to do a spin cradle because we were like really young um and I was one of her bases and so she spun but she didn't quite make it like all the way around so she <laughs> she ended up like donkey kicking me right in the face and like I I obviously fell onto the mat and I was like crying for like probably no more than 30 seconds like it was so weird like I cried for a little bit because it hurt and then I just like got up and got back up and I'm like okay let's try it again and I started like laughing and laugh crying because like I don't know I must have been like too embarrassed to be hurt in front of people so I just start like laugh crying and everybody's like um are you sure and I'm like yeah okay so there's no like this isn't a very smooth transition from each story but I don't really know how else to do it so you'll just have to um bear with me with the choppy transitions between each story. So the next story that I have um, moving forward with my lifeline 
Um, in middle school, we built these... Oh, okay, anyway, let me backtrack a little bit. In middle school, we had a class called Tech Ed, and you would do, like, wood burning, or, like, we built clay things, I guess. Um, and I had built this ice cream container, I guess. It was, like, quite big, and the cone part of it was, like, the bottom of the container, and then, like, the actual ice cream was the cover, and you could, like, lift it up, and you could put stuff on the inside of it. Needless to say, I was very proud of this, and, um, I did drop it, like, not too long after I made it, um, and little middle school me broke down in tears. I was beside myself, I was so mad that I was a Crashly, and I worked so hard on this, and I broke it, and Rudy, my stepdad, he rescued me, he glued it up, it didn't look great, um, but it was together again, so I appreciate him for that, um, and I appreciate him trying to come to the rescue for me and my um, endless need to break things, especially things that I enjoy or like, I guess. So that was the first story of me breaking something, and I'm sure I am forgetting many, and I guess breaking things is just not as memorable to me as me getting myself hurt in these various different ways. But yeah, um, breaking things is also involved in the Crashly, and I do think I have couple more stories about me breaking things but we'll get to that later um my next story that i have written down is ooh, one of my one of my biggest ones so i think i'm skipping ahead a little bit too much but we'll just run with it so i think this was junior year in a high school um we were it was during track season and then we had gone to um, Brewer, maybe, downstate somewhere, um, and we were practicing at a track downstate, and so the distance runners, you know, we start going out for our long run, and like five minutes into it, I trip over a root, and I, this is, this is one of my worst accidents of my life <laughs> um I have this like scar on my knee that looks like grill like a grill like it looks like I put my knee on a grill kind of except one of them's like curved but there's like four different lines on my knee so I get absolutely cut up all over my knee rocks are lodged into there and everything and then I have a bunch of rocks in my hands, all stuck in there, all cut up, all bleeding, and then my other knee also had rocks in it, but just not as bad as the one knee with the grill scar. Um, and, you know, you're in the middle of the trails, like, what do you do? <laughs> so I just have to run back, and then by the time I get back, I have, my entire shin is covered 
in blood. Like, it was just dripping all the way down. Because I had nothing to, like, cover with, cover it with or anything. So I get back, and <laughs> I have this, like, giant circle of blood on my knee, and then a trail of blood dripping down, and everybody starts freaking out. They're like, oh my gosh, what happened? I'm like, dude, it's fine. And then one of my friends, she, like, starts running over, trying to be all mama bear on me, and she, and she helped me out. Like, I cannot thank her enough she got down on her knees starts plucking rocks out of my friggin knees as i'm plucking rocks out of my hands and then she oh the the alcohol you know when you have to clean it out with the alcohol that hurts so bad um but yeah i guess it wasn't too too bad but i do have quite the scar from that um Okay, my next story is also tripping while running, which I have done numerous times. Just not all of them are bad, were bad enough to make a story out of it. Um, but this one, I'm going for a run in town, which is from the start not the best because, you know, people are watching you run. It's not really nice when people are watching you run. It's kind of embarrassing because you're all sweaty and you look like you're dying. Your mouth's like gaping wide open, gasping for air. And yeah, you just don't look the cutest. Um, so anytime I would run out in, in town, I'd be like, okay, just please, no one see me. No one that I know anyways. Mm, not only did somebody see me, but they saw me trip and fall and so I tripped on this pothole and just took a digger right on the sidewalk right in town I get up I look around I'm like okay I don't think anybody saw that we're good like I'm not gonna worry about it um and I do have a scar from that one as well but just not as bad as the other one um so I go to work and I, I used to work at a fast food restaurant called Burger Boy. Um, I guess not like completely fast food, but um, more towards the fast food end than like a sit down restaurant, I guess. Um, but we had food and ice cream. So the person who saw me was one of my teachers. It was my old gym teacher. He comes in. I'm all pumped. I'm like, okay, I get to make this guy's ice cream. Like, woo. He comes in. He's like, did you get shot? And I'm like, no. What are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? And he's like, I saw you running. And I'm like, I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, what, what does he mean? Like, was there a robber? Not a robber. Was there like somebody behind me with a gun? Like, what's going on? Um, and then it comes to me. I tripped. He's like, yeah, I saw you, f I saw you fall, like, it looked really bad, like, it looked like you got shot in the back, like, the way you fell, it was, it was crazy, and, I'm, and he's like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm great, I'm really glad you saw that, um, sarcastically, obviously, so yeah, not only did somebody that I know see me while I was running, and looking all sweaty and crazy, but they saw me fall, and it apparently looked like I got shot. 
and I'm not being dramatic, that is, those are the words that he said to me, and I was so confused, um, because I obviously did not get shot, and it did not seem like it look, it would look like that, but yeah, that's that story, let's see what my next one is, oh, okay, this, you know how I said, scraping my knee, the grill, looking scrape on my knee at track practice was like one of my worst ones. I take it back because I used to work at Walmart for like three months and I worked in the online grocery pickup and so for that you have these totes. They're plastic totes and you know everybody's groceries go in those and you haul the totes out on a dolly with a handle attached to it and you bring customers their groceries. That's the simple rundown of the job. So, you can have up to um, eight or 10, I can't remember exactly the number, but that's the number of totes that you could have, like the max you could have on the dolly, but um, there's two slots for them. So they'd be stacked four high, I'm pretty sure is what it was. Yeah, I don't think it was five high, so it it had to have been eight. So you'd have four on each side, and this order, I had four on each side. So, um, these orders are notorious for not being the funnest. So, right from the get-go, I'm like, oh gosh, like, save me. I have to bring out all this huge order, and unload this, and carry it, and bring it bring it out to their cars. I guess I don't have to carry it all, but um, you have to bring the dollies out, the totes on the dolly. You have to you have to roll it down to like where the customers park, and where there's like like a curb kind of part, I guess, and that's like right where the driveway is, and then where the parking, like, right in between the driveway and the parking, I guess. It is so hard to explain, but there's, like, this curb part, um, that connects to the pathway to get you into the parking spots, I guess. Long story short, um, it's not exactly flat right there. So, if you get the tire on the dolly stuck in the, like, more towards the corner of it, there's, like, quite the divot, quite the crack, I guess, in between that and so especially if you have like eight totes and if they're heavy you get stuck there and so I'm just rolling along trying to do my job and I get stuck and it's not in a simple oh you get stuck oh lift it up a little bit and keep going no um the totes fell on me and my hand was still attached to the handle so, I, I don't know if you can picture this or not, and I guess the story might only be really visual for anybody who's worked in OGP before. So, I'm holding on to the handle of this, which is the height of, like, the third tote, I guess. But the lower you hold it, the, obviously, the lower the level is. So I must have been like halfway on it, and so I hit this, and the top two totes of both sides fall onto my hand, and 
this poor lady's groceries are all over the ground. Like, her soda, like, was on the top ones, the top totes, and that fell on my hand, crushed it, um, and then fell onto the ground, bursted open, her chips got crushed, like, her whole order is messed up. I'm, like, my hand is buried in the groceries and the totes, and I start crying because it I kid you not it hurts so bad I am my hand immediately started like bruising the lady that I was bringing the groceries to starts like running over to me she's like are you okay like trying to like help me out like and then one of my co-workers like starts running outside starts trying to uncover my hand and all this stuff while I'm just you know like screaming and crying and I, I cannot believe that I did not break my hand. Like, I, I'm not, like, all of these stories sound so dramatic, but whatever. There's not, there's no way I can tell them without sounding dramatic. So my hand immediately starts, like, I get, I have these, like, little patches of bruises, and then it starts, like, swelling up, um, and I had to go to the emergency room, well, yeah, I went the next day, so it wasn't, like, right after, because obviously it wasn't that bad. I didn't break anything, but I did end up spraining my wrist. My wrist. I don't know why I said it like that. And I ended up spraining my wrist and, like, severely, like, a deep bruise on the back of my hand. And, like, I have videos of it and stuff. Like, you could tell how puffy it got, and... It's so weird because for me to not have broken anything, like, I could not use my hand for two weeks. And I would have even liked to go longer than that. Like, it hurt so bad. I couldn't pull my pants up. I couldn't, like, wash my hair. I couldn't do anything with my left hand, like, at all. And let me tell you, pulling jeggings on with one hand is one of the hardest things. And I... I know I'm being insensitive, so I'm sorry about that. I just realized that. And there's a lot of people out there that <laughs> have to deal with having only one hand, like, every day of their lives. But anyway, like, it, I guess I... I don't know. I'm just not used to it. So, um, yeah. So, I cannot believe it. I didn't break anything. And I just... I, yeah, I could not use my hand for two weeks. And for my job, I obviously couldn't continue doing the online grocery pickup. So I had to just stand at the front of the store and wait for people to pick up like orders. And I couldn't even, it was so weird because like, if I couldn't pick it up with one hand, I had to get, I had to go get somebody. Like if it was a TV or something, I had to go get somebody to help me because I can't lift anything. So I don't even, I, I don't even understand why like they had me continue working. It was so weird. So this is going to be the worst transition of them all because I need to chill out, first of all, after telling that story. Um, and then the next story is like, like that, the one I just told is like my best one. And the one I'm about to tell is like the worst one. Um, well, I don't know. So back to Burger Boy. Um, I made a lot of messes there, let's just say. Um, and I have two 
that I'm going to tell you because they're the most storytellable. Um, I think I just made that word up. Um, maybe not, whatever. Um, so this one is less interesting, I guess. But uh, we had this like gallon pitcher of pineapple juice um, because we had a smoothie that needed the pineapple juice and one ice cream. Wait, what? I think we did put it in one of the ice creams. Anyways, that literally does not matter. So it's a gallon of pineapple juice. And I dropped it right next to the cooler. So picture a gallon of pineapple juice hitting the floor and the cover didn't come off the bottom of the thing busted open like I don't know it, it was just so weird how it happened because it's almost like you opened it from the bottom like it kind of broke off like straight as if it was like meant to do that I, I don't know but a whole gallon of pineapple juice just starts you know spreading out across this burger boy floor and it's not a slow work environment. It's a very fast pace, running around like a chicken with its head cut off. Why is that a saying? That is so not nice to say. Um, so just ignore the fact that I said that. Anyway, it's a very hectic, fast environment. So people are trying to make their ice creams for these customers that have no time to waste and they have to watch out for the pineapple juice that I've spilled all over the floor. And not to mention, right next to the cooler, so the pineapple juice goes underneath the cooler. How the heck, like I had to clean that. Like I had to pull the cooler forward and clean it because it was gonna be all sticky and like moldy and gross. So like that was like one of the worst spills of my life. Like it created so much work for me and I, was so not happy about it. If you think that Burger Boy um, story was tragic, just wait um, until you hear the next one. So, we have, we had a soft serve machine and it comes with vanilla twist chocolate. Um, but to be a little extra, we had to add 24 flavors to it. So how you do that is you take the vanilla ice cream and you put it in this container and then you add flavoring to it and you mix it up and then you put it in this thing. There's no way I can explain this to somebody who's just, you know, not knowledgeable with ice cream, I guess. So you end up putting it back in this thing where then you can make a cone out of it like you can push it down and swirl a cone so it's quite the process and if you've ever worked in an ice cream business you know it's kind of one of the least um it's not everybody's favorite job like if you have to make a 24 flavor cone you're not going to be happy about it so I had to make a cotton candy soft serve flavored cone. So not, it is like the least favorite um, job. Not the least favorite, but one of the least favorite things to do 
in the ice cream business. Um, but also, like, once you've done it, it's kind of rewarding. And it's like, ah, oh, man, I just made that cone. And, like, it took a lot of work. And, like, it looks good. Like, you know, it, it gives you a lot of um, endorphins, I guess. Because it just, like, makes you happy. Because you're like, ah, oh, I just put a lot of hard work and love into that. So, I think it was maybe a medium or a large cone. It was a cotton candy soft serve medium or large so it was a bigger cone so you know I go through the whole process I make this cone and I start swirling it and it looks beautiful like I was so proud of it I'm like oh this customer is gonna love this um so I'm pumped I'm walking back to the drive-thru which like there's a ramp to it I guess and it's not like a, a really big ramp it's like not even a foot tall, I guess. It's just a little tiny ramp. It gets slippery sometimes, though. Um, so I don't know if it was just too slippery or if it was just me being crashly, but I slid or I tripped or something. And um, guess where the con went? Splattered on the drive through window and down the wall. So the customer you know, is looking through the window, watching me bring this cone back, their face lights up, my face lights up, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to give you the best ice cream ever, and then splat, like I, it like looked like I chucked it against the window in the wall, and it was just so depressing, so depressing, and then you could see the customer's face, they're just like, happy and their their mouth is like wide open with a smile and then they just like they just drop and you're like "Mm, let me go make you another one um but yeah it was just hilarious um but also very depressing so that is the end of my list of crashly stories um and i'm sure there's plenty more that i'm um forgetting not thinking of But these were some of the most memorable ones, so I guess we'll just leave it at that. Um, And I did ask on my podcast Instagram for anybody to tell me about any Crashly stories that they had. So I did get two and a half, maybe? And I'll explain that later after I tell the two. So the first one is from Lexi. Um, my best friend that was in the podcast episode previously, um, she, well, she tore her ACL, so that's kind of a crashly story in itself, um, and that was during basketball, but also during basketball, she sprained her pinky, and I kid you not, it was the fattest pinky I've ever seen in my life, like, it looked like a big toe on her hand, I, I, I don't know how else to explain it. Uh, See, that's not even that good because it not only did it look like a big toe, but it wasn't straight like a big toe, you know? Like, it was bulging at the knuckles. Like, the two knuckle joints on her her finger were like giant balls. Anyways, it was one of the ugliest, no offense, Lexi, things I've ever seen in my life like she had to have gone that pretty good um it was not good actually now that I'm thinking about it did she 
break it or was it literally okay yeah my bad it was broken because there's no way a sprain could have looked as bad as that did but those are Lexi's Crashly stories and let me see if Caitlin has told me hers yet okay yep she came through because I couldn't find it she had sent it to me and I couldn't find it and so I just texted her texted her and I'm like quick what's your Crashly story so I'm just gonna read it. She she has it in in quotes. Oh my gosh. She said she had it saved. Okay, so here it is. When I started to learn how to ski, I had an instructor teach me. I ran into a girl on the bunny slope with my instructor and it was super embarrassing. I went back a year or so later and I saw my instructor with another person and without meaning to, I slid and ran right into him and the new skier. It was ironic since he was the one who taught me how to ski and I ran into him. It was also funny because he did not remember me. So not only did she like hit them one time, but she ended up seeing the same teacher again and hitting them again. That is actually hilarious and a perfect Crashly story, Caitlin. Nice job. So those were the two stories and now I'm going to explain the half. So my sister Abby, she messaged me and she wanted me to tell you guys our caterpillar story and I'm sorry to have to do this to you, but I want to save that story for my childhood memories episode. So if you are interested in hearing about that, you'll have to wait for that episode to come out and I'm sorry to do it to you guys, but I'm going to, um, but it did remind me of a Crashly story that Abby had when she was younger. So I'm just gonna go ahead and explain that story instead. Um, so I, I can't remember exactly the age we were, but I, uh, she must've been like five or six, which would make me like eight or nine, I believe. Um, and so we were playing with some toys as you do when you're a child and we had them all in this tote like a Walmart clear plastic rectangle tote and there's toys all over the floor there's a pillow on the floor and I just I'm playing with my toys I see Abby come running um I don't know I feel like immediately I was like oh this can't be good she steps on the pillow, slides, obviously, because there's no grip on a pillow and she's running. So she steps on this pillow and the pillow like slides and comes out from under her foot, um, leaving her to be tripping, falling, and making contact with this clear plastic tote. And it was her nose that made contact with it. And so she, her head slammed onto the tote, like right, the edge of the tote was like right under her nose and immediately blood starts gushing out of her nose. It's poor girl. It's like one of the only bloody noses she's ever had in her life. Like I can't say the same for myself. I get one like every other day, but that was probably extremely traumatizing for her. So that is a good Crashly story. So surprisingly enough... Um, with my nickname being Crashly and me having all these stories to tell, I've actually never broken any bones in my body before. And 
I've only sprained my wrist. I've never sprained anything else. Actually, I, sp I sprained a couple fingers before doing basketball, but you know, nothing major. And let me just give an old knock on the wood real quick. Um, I don't really know if I believe in superstitions or not, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's fun even if you don't. So I guess I'm just knocking on wood. But yeah, um, I find that very surprising and I'm sure you'll find it very surprising too. And you probably won't even think that I deserve the name Crashly, but I do. So we're just going to leave it at that. Um, but yeah, I have many stories and none of them too terrible. So it makes it, you know, it makes it kind of funny rather than like scary or whatever, I guess. But yeah, that's, those are all the stories that I have. That's, I guess, all I have to say about the matter. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm sorry about the transitions between each story. I don't really know how else to work that, I guess. Um, but yeah, I hope you liked the episode and I hope you're doing well. And that is all I got. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye! Mm -hmm.